0: We fell in love with her sass and her no BS personality as Regina on The Steve Harvey Show. Then we all got super jealous of her as she cozied up to some of the television's hottest most steamiest co-stars as Tasha Mack in VTs The Game. Her megawatt smile and 2 die for body, every time she steps on a red carpet or into a room, she shuts it down. Now, each of her on-screen characters pretty much has a big mouth, but in real life, it's her heart that's really huge. I am super excited to welcome to BHL's Conversations actress, philanthropist, and all-around awesome woman, Wendy Raquel Robinson. <laughs> we the Hollywood live um. Who runs the world Wendy? Who runs the world Wendy This is her song selection Yeah runs this? I like that dance you're doing. I like the dance. We're both dancers. I love it. We are high five, high five, (laughs) high
1: five,
0: guys. You're watching Conversations (laughs) on VHL. I'm Erica Renee Davis. You can find me on Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter, and on Instagram at Erica Renee D. And the guest of honor, the fabulous.
1: Wendy Raquel Robinson. Girl, after an intro like that, I just got to bow down. Thank you. Well, listen, I'm bowing
0: down to you all day, but before I bow down to you some more, Mm -hmm. tell the world where they can find you on social media.
1: Oh, please find me on social media at I am Wendy Raquel. That's W E N D Y R A Q U. Now, right now, I'm tweeting
0: out a live (laughs) link to everyone, so, you know, you guys obviously are already watching, but make sure you retweet this live link so all your friends can watch. It should be pretty safe for work. We're going to keep it PG-13. We'll see. Well, we're going to try,
1: but tweet that, twerk that, and then work that. (laughs) Tweet
0: that, twerk that. (laughs) And follow me at that. That's right. Follow her at that. Okay, now, before we get started, Wendy, I Mm got to ask you what do you eat and what's your workout regimen
1: wow you know what i, I pretty much try and eat whatever i want actually i'm a little sleepy because i just had the, a grand slam at denny's i did no i swear to god right before we came here i had my french toast and my bacon but i work out you yeah. know and i do it not for vanity necessarily but for sanity You know what I mean? And that's my motivation. It's like it gets my endorphins going and everything. And when I don't work out, I feel some kind of way.
0: What is your workout regimen? Are you a cardio girl? Are you a weights? You
1: know what's so funny? I'm a cardio girl. Okay. And you can tell if I'm really going through a lot, it's like, okay, Wendy, you got a little too skinny. Okay, back up off the cardio. But me and the elliptical, it's my best friend. I'll get on that sucker. I'll do all my emails. I'll flush out my thoughts. I take my phone. It's like my little portable office. I show up with all of my little things. I read scripts. That's how I learn my lines. Okay. It's very interesting. Man, I love the elliptical. All right. Well, I love your body. And <laughs> Thank everyone. You. I love there, yours. As <laughs> soon as she walked in, Miss Erica walked in and who runs away. Uh, girls. I said, honey, you've got to be a dancer. It, it takes a dancer to know a dancer. And then. Yes, it does. So, Wendy, your newest television
0: project is here we go again on yes. TV One. Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. We are seven episodes in as of tomorrow. Yes, and we only have eight. Oh my God. Tell me about Here We Go Again. Just you guys out there, just to give you guys a little background. Mm-hmm. You play Loretta Walker.
1: Yes, I do. You were
0: a teen mom. Yes, you at had, 16. At 16. Mm-hmm. And then Latoya Luckett, your daughter.
1: Her name is Maddie on the show, Maddie Walker. Maddie mm-hmm. Walker
0: is your daughter, who also was a teen mom at 16. Yes. But there's a plot twist.
1: And there is a huge plot twist, because now her daughter is now 16, and we're gonna break that curse. But, the plot twist even gets thicker, because now Latoya's character is pregnant by her first baby daddy. Yes. And, you know, being a teenage parent, you really don't know all of the ins and outs. And now the dad, his the character's name is Victor, but it's played by Andre Fuller, mm-hmm. who you always say was, ooh, he's sexy. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Indeed. But right. But he's like, you know, give me an opportunity to redeem myself. Let me come back and be that father that I wasn't able to be at 16. And they just had a one-night entanglement, and boom, she got pregnant again. So uh, we're dealing with... Um, Here we go again. Here we go again. And is he gonna step up to the plate and be that man? So it's a wonderful show that just opens up the dialogue and the conversation of, can you really be a better father 16 years later or a better parent? And just because you had a hiccup doesn't mean you can't pick up and go on in life. I like that. Yeah. Now from watching
0: Here We Go Again, what other lessons besides use a condom? (laughs) And and, or pull out. Okay. (laughs) Or abstain. How about that, Erica? About just abstain? Okay, how about abstain? Okay. Yes, abstinence? Okay. Yeah. Abstinence is the key. Well, it's hard, but it is it, the key. It, yes. <laughs> yes. What other lessons can <laughs> we learn from watching here yeah, <laughs> we go again? PG 13. Yeah, PG 13. We're gonna keep
1: it tight. That, you know, what well, what's interesting is that there's been a lot of case studies done that um I think it's like between 85 to 89 percent tile of if there was a teenage mom, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, their child is going to be a teenage mom. Wow! Same thing almost with incarceration. Mm. It's a cycle. You know what I mean? Same thing, you know, if you go to college nine times out of ten, your child will Mm -hmm. too. So how do you break that cycle? And even if you are in the cycle, it's okay because I went on, it took me six years to graduate. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about my character to graduate from college. Mm -hmm. And I'm a real estate agent. I'm doing very well and successful. Mm -hmm. Same thing with my daughter, Maddie. You know, she went on, she finished law school. She has her own firm and all of that. So... Just because we have the challenges in our lives, they don't necessarily have to be setbacks. They can be setups. Okay. You know, so I think that's a huge lesson. And then also, um, yeah, abstain, <laughs> pull out. <laughs> Trojan man, where are you? You know, that's also very important. Does the Trojan okay. man make an appearance in this um, this season of Here We Go Again? Well, I don't know. Is he riding a pony or is he on that Trojan? I don't know. Is it a horse or is it a pony or is it a donkey? <laughs> you know? Because we don't want no asses. Yeah. <laughs> We we do not, Wendy.
0: What? My next question is perfect because my next question was: Do you consider yourself a natural comedian?
1: I don't, but I you really are. Don't you are? I don't. It's so funny. I just um, I you know what? I love to laugh. Mm-hmm. I really do. And um, but no, no, no. I'm really. I'm a classically trained actress. You know. And before I even got into sitcom, you know, I did Agnes and Agnes of God, Streetcar Named Desire. You know, I've studied all the classics and things like that. But um, I was raised on Richard Pryor. Okay. You know, growing up, uh, that's all we pretty much had. My dad, he loved Richard Pryor. What? God, what is it? Um, Live on the Sunset Trip, Bicentennial. N-word. Okay, uh, yeah. That N-word is crazy, yes. you know, and all of that. So I know Richard Pryor backwards and forwards and forwards and back. And I think, you know, growing up with that from 8 to 12 years old, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know it. I could rewind it back and forth. And maybe that just kind of became the soundtrack of my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of innately worked with different comedians. And I think just having fun and the banter. But, no, I'm not... Not at all. Have
0: you ever done stand up? No. 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 Wendy, no. you gotta you gotta do
1: stand-up. I cannot I have too much respect for the craft. Okay. I really do. And it takes something you know, take something very special for someone to do that, and I just, um, I need a script. I need a character to hide behind, and then I can get away with it.
0: Well, speaking of getting away with stuff, you got away with a lot as Tasha Mack yes. on BET's Jesus? The Game. Yes. This is how we grew to love you and to know you. Now, of course, you know, can't dismiss your your years with Steve Harvey. Thank you. But... But
1: Tasha (laughs) Mack was a hot-ass mess. Yes, no, I loved her. Was she a mess? Was she a hot mess? You know what it is? Sometimes, you know, there's an old, um, whatever they're called, you know, uh, um... Uh, is, it, is it an old adage? Is that, is that... Well, you know how you say, if you think twice, God gave you two eyes and two ears yes. so that you would listen and watch before you speak. And she really didn't understand that. So she would just say whatever she felt like saying and uh, was unapologetic about it. And I think that's what I loved most about her. You know, she was able to just hey, that's what I feel. You know, it would get into her a lot of trouble. Yes. But, you know, for the most part, she was just unashamedly and unapologetically Tasha Mack.
0: Would you say that's very true to life? Is Tasha Mack a reflection of Wendy Raquel Robinson in real life? Ooh, not at all. I don't believe this. Are you kidding me? Listen, I've been talking to you for the past 45 minutes, and I think you are probably equally unapologetic
1: as Tasha Mack. I wish. I really do. She's, if anything, she would be my alter ego. Okay. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that I would love to say. But it's like no, I'm, I think I think twice and listen twice as much as I speak, okay. and you know being sensitive to other people. Okay, and you, you know what I mean. I and I think there's a lack of sensitivity that Tasha has. You know, would you consider the game your breakout role? Mm. Wow, that's a very good question. I wouldn't consider it my breakout role. I think it would be, you know, because I'm blah famous. Blah famous, and tell everyone out there what blah famous means. Black famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blue famous, y'all. Like, I'm about to blow up she weight <laughs> in a blue <blah> famous way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, so, maybe in that regard, I think it was probably the one time you were able to see me not hiding behind a comedian. Mm-hmm. I've always been that. You know, hand in hand, me and Steve, Steve Harvey. Yeah, and then I did minor adjustments with mm-hmm. Rondell Sheridan, who is, you know, a wonderful comic in his own right. But I was the wife, you know, and the nurturer, and the voice of reason. And I think Tasha was the one where you go, on, you kind of saw who she was for who she was. Okay. And maybe you got a chance to know Wendy too, because it was a lot of blasphemous cities, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I can't even say what it is, but y'all know what I'm talking about. I like yeah. these mashup words you've created today. Well, me too. <laughs>
0: Perfect, perfect. Now, the chemistry with the game cast was unbelievable. Like, watching the game, you really believed in those dynamics and in those relationships. How did you guys make it so seamless?
1: I think, you know, in the transition coming from the CW Network and having been canceled by them, and, you know, it was like a year and a half in between, and then, boom— You know, here we are, and we get an opportunity on BET, and the format of the show changed. So we went from a traditional four-camera show where you would have five days of rehearsal, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you would shoot in front of an audience so everybody knew what they were gonna do. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, we go to a single-camera format where it's like, okay, we're gonna hold hands, jump, whatever you say, got it, okay, because we're gonna shoot the rehearsal. You know, so sometimes you would just get that one shot. Mm -hmm. And when you have that, um, it's not only adrenaline, but it's also a trust that you have to have with the other actors, and it's a mutual respect. You know, sometimes you're gauging in each other's eyes, and it's like, okay, I can't think of my line. Help me. Well, just that. But, you know, you you got my back, Erica. I got your back, and then we're back and forth and back and forth. So I think that just really... It just tied us together so fast, you know, and we became a family.
0: Clearly, it, yeah. I mean, it was such yeah. a great show to watch. Yeah. Thank you. Now, on the freaky deaky side, Tasha Ooh! Matt was a freaky deaky something Ooh. of another. Yeah. Does art imitate life in that instance?
1: Yes. Ooh, you know, I wish it did. <laughs> Cause, girl, no. I mean, I just, I think that was one of the greatest seasons I had. On the game when I was stuck in between Rick Fox and Rockman Dunbar, Can we go Pookie Jesus yes, Jesus, yes, honey, you honey, I was able to dine at the White House and hang in the hood. I was just right there in the middle between the two, and uh, no, I've always been. I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. Oh, yeah, she's a Leo. I know, <laughs> loyal, crazy, fun, you know. But um, no, I, have I'm, I'm very different from her in that okay. way. Yeah,
0: it's okay. All the guys are there. <clears throat> Their feelings oh, are hurt.
1: It's okay. Get over it. It's okay. Trojan man. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like it. That can be our that can be our theme song for the next Trojan man. Well, I hope not. Okay. Hope oh, for the next president. What? Would oh, you just say that? <laughs> no, i was about to say what is going on. <laughs> Guys, Wendy Raquel Robinson in studio. What do you do? You are an LA native. Yes, I am. And sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Yes. Howard University alum. Bison. Yes. yes. Bison. You know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, You became passionate about the performing arts at what age?
1: Wow. I want to say I was about six or seven years old.
0: And what did it for you? What was the trigger?
1: You know, I think the trigger for me, well, lip syncing was huge back in the day. Now it's making a resurgence, you know, with the whole lip sync battle. But Mm -hmm. lip syncing was huge, and I always wanted to sing, and I always wanted to dance. I was always in front of the mirror, and uh, I never kept still. And then I guess... um, the more I kept doing, I was doing plays in my backyard. I grew up on the street in South Central L.A., and it was like at least maybe 15 kids on the block. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So every summer, you know, we'd have all this time. Now, what are we going to do? Guys, we're going to put together a show. We used to call it the 84th Place Block Review. And right. um, I like no, it. it was. And we charge our little money, have it in the backyard and all of that. And um, next thing I know, you know, time goes so fast, and I'm getting ready to graduate from high school, and there's nothing else that I want to do other than perform you know and uh there was a recruiter from Howard that came and he was like well do you know anything about the alumni from Howard you know do you know Debbie Allen went there did you know that Felicia Rashad went there and it was everybody because that was during the fame days Yeah. I thought I was gonna live forever and <laughs> so I far really, so good well you know gonna wood <laughs> but or whatever, yeah. whatever this is and um <laughs> I majored in drama. I wanted to be the best that I could possibly be. And I still didn't give up the dance. We even had that conversation. Yeah. You know, but it's like, honey, are you an actress who dances? Are you a dancer who actress? You cannot do both. But you can. But I'm you gonna can. let everybody know you can do whatever you want to do and stay passionate about it. But I just remain passionate about it, and it's just something that I just always wanted to do. Describe your very first theater
0: production. You have to tell us. I want to know. <sighs> Coming into the role, taking on the role, whatever it was, embodying whatever person that was.
1: Wow. Um, There's several things that stick out, okay, and um, believe it or not, I went to Hollywood Performing Arts for one year, and we were doing this real farcical show, and it was called Rhinoceros, believe it or not, and it is a, um, wow, it's a classic, and um, I was the lead Rhinoceros, which was really weird, didn't have any lines, but it was all towed through movement mm-hmm. and pantomime, so not necessarily dance, but it was a dance art form, and then after that, it was, a, you know, I did every black history show imaginable. <laughs> when I went to Washington High, you know, which was in the hood, so it's going all the way from the classics to the uh, reality, yes. you know, and... Um, So that was high school, but um, wow, my first one that really, really changed my life, and I said, this is this feels good, it feels right, was when I did Agnes and Agnes of God. And I played a young nun who had um, a child through uh, the Immaculate Conception. Mm -hmm. And um, just going through that and receiving the wounds of Christ and, you know, this character just goes through all of these things on stage that just resonated with where I was and who I was. I had to learn the entire Mass in G, Mm -hmm. study Catholicism, which I knew nothing about. Because you were
0: raised, what? Uh,
1: <laughs> bedside Baptist. No, no, no. I was raised in the African-American uh, AME Church. Okay. and um, Which is very, you know, yeah. very structured, you know, and it all is. of that. And we have, you know, ritual and things like that. But Catholicism is very, very different as well. And I just had to really just dive into that world mm-hmm. and uh, surrender myself completely you know, I even through, went through uh, hypnosis because my character gets hypnotized, but they brought in a real hypnotist because one of the things that I had a mental block with, I had to sing the entire mass and G, and I couldn't get past this character because Wendy can't sing. I kept telling myself, I can't sing, I can't sing. And I went through the whole hypnosis and got through, and it was just, it transformed my life. It really did. And it showed me the possibility of... I can do this, you know, I like I and do that. this uh, not only because I love it, but because I'm good and I'm trained and I'm ready, and I know that I can do this.
0: And you have, you've done it. You've Thank continued you. to do it. I want to know what is your proudest entertainment industry accomplishment. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know what? I really don't think I've had that yet. Okay. I don't. I don't place value on awards or accolades or things like that. But I think um, anything that comes close is uh, my performing arts school that I started, mm-hmm. Amazing Grace Conservatory. I think it's um, one of my greatest accomplishments. Mm-hmm. That you know, wow! If I look back over my life, if I could leave a carbon imprint here on Earth, mm-hmm. you know, that I was here, it would be that legacy. Okay. Amazing
0: Grace Conservatory. We're going to talk a little bit, little bit more about that in a little bit. But I want okay. to play a little game with you. Oh, Lord. It's called So <laughs> so Fast, So Furious, okay? Wait. Ooh. This is a speed round where you, Wendy, you have to fill in the blank with the very first thing that comes to mind.
1: Ooh, I'm scared of that. You should be very
0: afraid. <laughs> ah, Erica! I, hey, I cannot tell a lie. And that's when you get an Erica. <laughs> Not Erica. 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 Okay, first thing. Okay, here we go. During this year's Oscars, I... Watched it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I didn't boycott. No, I did. I watched it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Blank is my favorite Brandy song.
1: Best friend. Sing some of it. Mmm in uh, uh, and, and, and to the end I always been here right beside you Cause I call you, you my best friend Through <laughs> the good times <laughs> and the bad ones Better <laughs> I lose her <laughs> if <laughs> I win I uh, only thing I'll well, never change it I think, yeah Okay, I, sitting sit up in my room, both there, of them Those are go. my old school okay. do jazz
0: Got two blanks, okay? I okay, like that sorry, one sorry, sorry That's okay, you're doing, <laughs> this is good You're doing very well Thank you Black women in Hollywood rock because
1: We're magical Love
0: it Leonardo DiCaprio can.
1: Come over to my house anytime.
0: <laughs> that was a setup. Yes, Jesus. I, I set you up with that one. I love him. Okay. I know. That's why I set you up with that one. <laughs> if, if I could time travel, I would
1: go to the Cotton Club Oh, nice. in its heyday. Okay,
0: Okay. God is good all the time and?
1: He's blessed my life beyond my imagination.
0: Tasha, you felt that
1: I mean, I just called you. It's oh, okay. We're you it's okay. I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did.
0: Okay. Was, was, can we do, do that one again? Uh-huh. God is good all the time, Anne. All the time. God, God is, is good. good.
1: Oh, oh, that's, oh, that's the end. I know, I know. But that, that was just so cliche, but yeah. Okay. Right. That's okay. okay. I still, okay. we still no, I love it. Know. I love okay. it. He does. All the time. Turn to your neighbor and say, hallelujah, won't he do it? <laughs>
0: Glory. In a fight, Sorry. Tasha. Now you're Tasha. In a fight, Tasha Matt would blank Loretta Walker. say <laughs> oh, I'm thinking too much, but she would kick her ass. That's okay. what you do. Okay, <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. The television show, <laughs> The Game, changed my life by
1: breaking records and hitting 7.7 million followers when we premiered.
0: Amen. I feel sexiest when... I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny? I do. Is that the
1: problem? It's
0: not a I problem. Need coconut
1: oil and cocoa butter are my best yes. friends. Yes,
0: Jesus. <laughs> I am a champion because...
1: I never give up.
0: Amen. I like it, too. I like that one. Today is your last day on earth. First thing you're going to do when you leave here is...
1: That's a hard one. You got 24 (laughs) hours. You better think fast. Wow, I better, okay, I better get that Lasix. I don't know. Wow. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. I'm going to go see my, my parents. Okay, okay. Three things
0: you must do to be successful in Hollywood are? Study,
1: train, and never give up.
0: That was a good that was a good game. You have another game coming up. Oh god. That was pretty good.
1: That's that pretty good. What? That was kinda hard though. It was like, ooh, you think about job. it.
0: Oh, did I? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, I'll give you a B minus on oh one. Oh my God. That's pretty good. A B minus? You have another chance to do better, to redeem yourself. Oh my God. Tasha Magnum gal.
1: I'm glad you wasn't my principal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. A B minus. <laughs> I thought it was good. It's- Good enough. Well, you say I'm competitive. I'm like a B minus You're going to get an A the next one. I can okay. feel it. In oh, my bones. oh, honey, yes. I can yes, feel it. Yes. going to be off the charts.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your new movie, Weekend with the Family, will be in theaters April the 1st. Yes, it will. Stars Karuchi Tran, Marcus Houston, mm-hmm. you, of course, and yes, Kristen darling. Powell. Um, you are one of the film's producers. Yes, I am. Is it more stressful for you when you are not only a part of the cast, but you're also a producer?
1: You know what was interesting? This was my first time producing it. I think in this capacity, I wasn't a number cruncher type of producer, mm-hmm. but it's also in the morale and how you keep the energy of the set going, you keep things moving so that everything is on the, stri- uh, the uh, timeline. Mm-hmm. So I think I've been subconsciously producing in almost every project that I've been a part. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say, you know, you want to hear an actor complain, give them a job. But I try and do the total antithesis of that. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know, we're going to check the ego as soon as we walk into the door. And I just think it's... Um, I've always been that. And so that's the type of producer I am. Let's get it done. Let's get it timely. But let's make it good. Let's be great.
0: So this was an easy transition for you, it seems.
1: It was almost like a seamless transition. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been doing it for a long time, you know? And uh, I value time. I value other people's time. And I don't have time for ball. Okay. So let's just make it happen. So speaking of making it happen, Uh-oh. I watched the trailer. Um, oh, Lord. I watched the trailer. Yeah, I for, mean. For the
0: movie? For the movie, yeah. <laughs> and... Even from the trailer, it looks like it was—it's gonna be a laugh-out-loud movie from the rooter to the Tudor. So, what do you think audiences will find most funny about this movie?
1: Well, you know what it is—I feel like. In the state of where we are right now, between, you know, the election coming up, mm. Obama leaving, you know, global warming, there's just so many things that are just happening, you know, so much violence going on that this is gonna be a wonderful escape mm-hmm. for us to just go and it's it's that good, fun laugh out loud, laugh at ourselves in spite of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and it is the over the top comedy. I mean, come on, it's not rocket science. But at the heart and soul of it, there is a love story that's there. And it's about acceptance of others, acceptance of, it doesn't matter where you come from or what culture you come from. Uh, you know, the common denominator at the bottom is that love is love, love and love, is love can conquer all. And so I think that's the takeaway that's just really um, exciting about it. Yeah. But you have these two families. Hey, and <laughs> hey, your name in the movie is Nick, I can't even pronounce it, shink, shink or shit. Honey, it's Lorraine James. Stanker shit. <laughs> Look, I can't even do it. That's that little French toast at the for of my mouth, <laughs> yes. okay? Lorraine James Thank you shit. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, honey. And, uh, African in my family. But um Yeah, so I mean, but but I had so much fun doing it, like all of that was even improved, you mm. know? So I was able to just play and it made sense. Chris Stokes did a wonderful job in directing us and the cast was just everybody was on point. It was fast, it was a lot of late hours. Mm-hmm. So uh sometimes you can get a little loopy. Yeah. So um I'm kind of nervous to see what they kept and didn't keep. Oh, <laughs> so you haven't even seen the
0: final? Oh no!
1: Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I have not. And this is this
0: is Karuchi's first major mm-hmm. on-screen movie role. Yes. Did she? How does she do hanging with the the veterans?
1: You know, she had a very professional approach. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no ego. There was no. Um, she came in very confident, and she played that ingenue mm-hmm. to the T. You know, she's adorable. You know, so you have compassionate empathy for her character, but at the same time, you know, she was funny. If you know, if anything, you know, because you never knew what I was going to throw you. Yes. You know what I mean? At oh, oh! But you know, she kept rolling with it and came right back, at it and it was. It was great. And the
0: tra- what you just did, the trailer, that was all you. And the trailer, the...
1: Well, you know, there was a little bit of scripted dialogue. <laughs> but House of Web And thus and such, I'd like to say that. No, it was the director gave us permission to play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would always do, you know, the rehearsal and the first take as written, you know, just out of respect for the writing. And then, you know, Chris just let us play. Yeah. And there's nothing better than when you got a great group of actors that respect the artistic integrity of the process, you know, so we're gonna be true to the words. Yes. But then now, give us this take. G- yes. Our daily bread. You know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, give us this take. Give our it to daily us. bread. And we played. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they kept, what they cut yes. and what they did.
0: And my bad, we didn't even tell the viewers out there what we can um, with the family. About
1: oh what a weekend in the family yeah, is about t- yes yeah, so we didn't oh, even tell them sorry oh, oh, I just jumped right into okay. it no because I'm yeah, oh, so excited. excited right right well you know my son is in love with Karuchi. Uh, my son is played by Marcus Houston and he and Carucci, yes. um Lord I forgot the, the character's name but anyway they're in love yes and um, and Karuchi is biracial she's biracial and in real
0: life and in fake life
1: well yeah <laughs> and her parents are. Um, Black and Korean. Thank you. I was yep. gonna say Vietnamese or something. Okay. See, but, hey, see, you're good, Erica. See? I told you I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> okay. But um, so anyway, um, it's about meeting the parents, and she flies us in to surprise our son, who initially is quite embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, we're from Shreveport, Louisiana, so you know we don't uh, bite our tongues whatsoever. Yes. And uh, but we also, you know, we're proud of who we are. Mm-hmm. And he's embarrassed, but then he has to learn that, wow, why are you embarrassed, son? You know, we taught you, you know, all of the the morals and all of the gifts that you have, and now you're going to be this young attorney and all of that, but you want to hide us? Mm. So it's a coming-of-age story on so many levels. And then we... um all accept each other's flaws and come together and it ends up being a great weekend with the family
0: april 1st in theaters april fools (laughs) (laughs) y'all okay okay we got a quick little game oh Oh, lord another one this is this is very quick okay super quick what Uh, is your best 80s dance move
1: cabbage patch let's see it Uh,
0: uh, 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 uh. then i go into everything hi (laughs) Uh. what okay can you touch your nose with your tongue?
1: <laughs> Ooh, no. Can't do it? I can come close though.
0: <laughs> a mess. What? I like it. Yes.
1: Wine what. or whiskey? Wine. What kind? Red. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chardonnay, red. Okay. I love it. I can drink Chardonnay all night, what? but red will just put me out. Okay. Yeah. So you, In to a nice way. Go to,
0: oh, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Go to sleep, mm-hmm. have a good day, whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that was quick. Uh-huh. That was easy. Yeah.
0: Oh, that was it. That was it for that one. Now, what did I get on that? That was a minus.
1: Okay, <laughs> moving on. Let's Ooh, talk, let's talk who about around the world, Erica. <laughs> yes, honey, you better rob BHL. <laughs> you can't give me a grade on the
0: curve. No. Okay. You get one more chance to prove okay, yourself. Okay,
1: we're gonna try that. Okay.
0: Amazing Grace Conservatory. You mentioned it really quickly at the beginning of the show. Um, it's definitely more than your passion project. I've researched it, you have alum, like um, Issa Rae, Lauren London, founded in 1996. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a a beautiful service project to at-risk kids Mm -hmm. and to kids who you see something in, who you think deserve an opportunity to excel in the performing arts. How did you even come up with this concept?
1: Wow, it wasn't just my brainchild. Uh, my best friend, Tracy Coley, who actually passed in 02, was one of the most incredible vocalists I have ever met. He was a Morehouse man, and you know, me coming from Howard, we actually met on tour in a play. Mm. The play was coming to an end, and it's like, oh, Lord, you know, we're coming right out of college, and it's like, back to reality, you know, it's time for the show to close, and it's like, okay, what are we going to do? He's like, you know what? Well, I got a job working at Marley Gibbs Crossroads. So Marley Gibbs had a performing arts school in South Central LA, went, I taught dance there, Mm -hmm. and he was the vocal teacher, and then boom, after that summer, it closed. So we were kind of like the Pied Pipers, there were all these kids that were absolutely amazing. And they were like, so what are we going to do? You know, they had fallen in love with us. We had fallen in love with them. We put our heads and our hearts together and we developed a curriculum and we stepped out on faith. And my mother was like, you going to open up a what? I was like, we're going to open up a school. And Marla Gibbs, she had given us her blessing. Mm -hmm. Actually, her great-grandchildren are students there now. Oh, sweet. Yes, Samuel Christian and Aaliyah Gibbs. And uh, we put our heads and our hearts together. And it was not easy, but we found a space and we stepped out on faith. And um, actually, I I was on my first show at the time, Minor Adjustments. Took all that little money, put it in there. And I want to say how art imitates life and sometimes life imitates art Mm -hmm. because when it was time for the Steve Harvey show to come around I had been walking in those shoes all along and Mm -hmm. didn't even know that God had just divinely set everything up and I was already a principal, but yeah. I didn't realize that I was walking in those footsteps. But it's it's a performing arts school, but more than that, we want to give them an opportunity to be freely and fully expressed in whoever it is that they want to be. Mm-hmm. So we utilize the arts as a catalyst to take them to wherever they want to be. Like El Verner, who mm-hmm. was nominated for Grammy, she's yes. one of my babies. She's one of your babies. And yeah. um, had three young people and straight out of Compton. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of the young people are working more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm really proud of that. Well, honey, I believe don't it. Know, but, well, well, Aldous Hodge, who I'm really, really proud of, because he has a project coming out now, Underground, with, okay. uh, oh yeah, yeah, Journey Smollett Bell, and uh, he was in Straight Outta Compton, played DJ Wren, and he's just doing some phenomenal things, and. Um, You know, I just see the fruits of the labor, you know, and it's harvest season now. It's been about 20 years. Yeah. And I'm just seeing the fruits of the labor just really manifest. So I'm excited for the young people that are there now as well as... uh, the ones that have been in the trenches.
0: What are the criteria to get accepted as an AGC student?
1: That's a great question. It's basically, if you have the heart, the wherewithal, and the desire mm-hmm. to act, sing, and dance, we want you there. So we do interview every student before they're accepted, just to make sure it's a mutual fit, because mm-hmm. we don't want to babysit. Yes. <laughs> a lot of times, we got, like, girl, my baby is star, honey. Huh? Show them that dance. My mom want to do it. Show the dance. You can do it. I don't. And it's like, no. <laughs> I ain't going to sit around and be begging no child to show me nothing, because mm-hmm. we don't have mm-hmm. time, you know, so our classes are like an hour and 20 minutes mm-hmm. each. Every they single have, day? No, I wish. Well, in the summer it is. Okay. But right now we're on Saturdays and we do weeknights. Okay. But um, as long as they want to be there and do the work and are going to commit and keep their grades up, we have a haven for them.
0: Okay. Okay, so it's not just for at-risk kids.
1: It's at-risk and emerging artists. Gotcha. So everybody comes okay. together. Okay. We I'll all hold you. hands
0: and jump. I like the jumping.
1: I know it's I like, like cuz it's
0: like ah, yes, it's with done. almost no parachute. <laughs> Let's go.
1: And we know we're going to land somewhere safe and comfortable. This year's production is
0: what? Wow. What is asking
1: that? You know what? We are doing a spin on Bye Bye Birdie. Oh. Which is very, very interesting. We're going to set it in the 90s. We're going to, it's so interesting with all the purple. And I don't know if you know the story of Bye Mm -hmm. Bye Birdie, but it's about Conrad Birdie who has to go off to war and everything, but he's this huge rock star. And when it was done before, it was like an Elvis esque. Mm -hmm. But now we're going to use a Prince. Esque <laughs> type of character, and um, we're exploring all of that. So we're dealing with you know a lot of the social injustices that went along with that, as well as you know war. Who, yeah. Good God, yeah. what is it good for? So we're using that as an impetus to just uh, tell our story and just make it uh, entertaining, comedic, but also uh, socially valuable.
0: And I'm um, speaking of social valuable issues that are going on right now. Oscar so white controversy. Your buddy mm. Chris Rock. He mm. faced that issue head on, his monologue, yeah. not only yeah. in his monologue, but throughout his- The, the entire all, show. The entire show. Yeah. Um. He walked out to public enemies, fight the power, Black Lives Matter was one of the very last things we heard him say. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he rose to the occasion? Because honestly, like being an Oscars host is often a thankless job, so you're yeah. gonna get criticized regardless. Right, right. And I know he's your buddy, but right. do you think he handled those issues properly?
1: I mean, he's he jumped out there. You know, I knew Chris was gonna stand up and not bite his tongue, so he was definitely the right person for that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some were home 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 runners, mm-hmm. and um, other ones were like, hmm, things that make you go, like
0: mm. the grandmother swinging from the tree.
1: Well well that the Stacy dash moment oh, yeah, and things that was like that weird. you know but uh one thing that he did he was consistent and he did not bite his tongue. He did not. And so if anything I want to say the takeaway from it was black lives do matter mm-hmm. and there is a lack of diversity in Hollywood. So yeah, we hit him over the head. He hit him over the head. He, did. he, he, he hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He hit him over the head with it, yeah. What
0: actors or actresses and what movies do you think from the black community got snubbed for this year's Oscar? Straight
1: out of Compton. Yes. I mean, hands down. You know, I'm being raised and born in L.A. I mean, I literally saw my life on screen. Mm-hmm. It almost had the same impact that Boys in the Hood had for me. You know, so I'm watching it. I'm entertained. I'm crying. I'm feeling the the, the pain, the struggle. I'm loving the music. You know, the music could have even gotten nominated. Unlike cheese guys, really. But um, I I feel like that was a serious snob. And it was very unfortunate and what I tell a lot of my young people, you know, nobody can tell our stories better than us. Mm -hmm. So yes, it was nominated for, you know, best screenwriting, but they didn't look like us, but they told our story. Yeah. So instead of just sitting around, you know, moping and being upset about it, write your story. Write your own stuff. Tell your story and execute your story, and be great. Mm -hmm. But that was the biggest snub for me. Okay. Yeah.
0: And on a more fun note, still related to the Oscars, so white controversy, Uh Chris Rock said that about (laughs) Jada Pinkett. He said, well, (laughs) why is Jada boycotting the Oscars? Because that's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. (laughs) Now, Jada in the airport in LAX yesterday was like, look, it comes to the territory. She she responded. Oh, I didn't see that. She responded. Oh, what did she She say? Jada breaks her silence. She says, "Um, look, it comes to the territory. It's a part of the game. She mm. said there's a lot of stuff we have going on in the world right now that mm-hmm. we have to handle. And right. she was like, we just got to keep it moving. Exactly. So did you think that Jada's comment response to Chris Rock kind of bashing her, kind of making fun of her, was that a good response?
1: I think it was an excellent, excellent, excellent response. Because at the end of the day, we yeah. are on, honey, we're on the eve of a presidential election. <sighs> Whew. Okay, Who you, got? you know what I mean. Who you got? I don't. You don't. I don't. I'm. I'm so undecided right now, mm-hmm. and it's almost. Um, it's almost farcical. Mm-hmm. You know what almost I mean. Almost is already there. It, it, it's already there. So <laughs> I think there are greater issues right now, and I am so in agreement with Jada, and I think she took the high road on that. She and did. I applaud her for that. We
0: love you, Jada. Love you, Jada. Okay, one more game. <laughs> Last, last game, last chance to redeem yourself. So you, oh, God. You had a B minus, you had an A minus. And Here you go. What? This is called Quotes from Co-Stars. Ooh. So I'm going to read a quote, and then you have to tell me which of your co-stars this came from.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Sure. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-huh. A part of me says to think it through. A part of me says I'm over you.
1: <laughs> Co- said that about me we'll see okay let me let me go back okay let, so, let's clarify let's hold
0: okay, so hold up it's not particularly about you but these are these are quotes that they've said that that are pretty well known okay so say it again a part of me says to think it through a part of me says i'm over you i'm gonna give you another clue that's a song oh, okay it's, it's a quote from oh a song. brandy latoya luckett oh from her song torn Oh, see, it's okay.
1: Hey, well, you know, that's a new show. We only got eight <laughs> episodes in, okay? No, we did. We only got in. We shot eight episodes in three weeks. Still so, yeah, so, yeah, so, okay. yeah. I, I don't know about that one. Okay, okay, go ahead. Now, this is about you. Uh-uh.
0: Amazing Grace Conservatory is every ounce of who she is as a person.
1: That's not Jose Achanche. It is. Oh, that's my son. Yes. He knows me. When did he say that? You called him? What? Well, you were there when he said
0: it. Oh, it was when you, he described you as the recipient of the 2015 BET Community Impact
1: Awards. I just want you to say all that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love him. Oh, this is my baby. This is your baby. Okay. This is, we're going we're gonna to dismiss the first one that you got wrong. Okay, thank you. Because, okay. you know, I said you okay. know, eight episodes in three days. <laughs>
0: <So that's what. laughs> I am not in the finger-pointing business. I did what I was trained to do by my father. You make a mistake and you own up to it.
1: That's Brandy. No! Oh, uh, damn it! By, okay, by her father. Let me, okay. Let, me, let, me, let me give you a clue. Okay. This Lord. is a major.
0: This, this oh Tia. This let me give you the clue. <laughs> okay. This is a major. This is a major major incident that happened about two months ago. Oh, Steve Harvey, yeah. child! Yeah. Jesus Steve Lord! Steve Harvey is
1: my bad. Say that again. What did he say? He said,
0: "I'm not in the finger pointing business. I did what I was trained to do by my father. You make a mistake and you own up to it." Wow. How do you think he handled that blunder?
1: I think he handled it like. Beyond a man. I think, you know, It's so many times we see Steve as this comedian and all of that. He's a big-ass teddy bear. Mm. And he's such a compassionate person when you really, really know him. And I think he took the mask off, you know, all of that. And what you saw was just authentically and organically who he is. And I know he was devastated. But it was funny, though. Well, but not for him. Not for him. You
0: know, and not for her. Not for her, but she oh. she just got offered a role in Vin Diesel's next fr- um, movie, so right. she's on the come up. Right.
1: She's on the come up, but that moment and being stripped down yeah. and taken away, it was it was it, it was devastating. Okay, but I know it really really bothered him. But I'm glad to see how he handled it, and he owned up to he it. He did, but he it wasn't did. funny to you though. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, the comments that were on social media, it was like, really? Yeah. You know, uh, you know the SNL stuff, yes. everything they did on Saturday Night Live, okay. and I'm like, oh, God. But, um, no, I, I fell for him. I really
0: did. Okay. Now, this is about, I'm going to give you a clue. This is about a relationship, a very um, tumultuous relationship that went wrong. Here's a quote. That's how I wanted to be. I wanted to find somebody and grow and build a foundation and build trust. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have kids and the white picket fence. I wanted the green grass and the dog. Is, and this a, is a, a co-star of mine? A, a recent co-star, like, like April 1st co-star.
1: Oh, Karoochee.
0: about Chris. Wow.
1: She Let was, me hear that. What did she say? It was,
0: she was so sweet. Uh, this was on Ayanla. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, she says about Chris Brown, the Chris Brown breakup. She says that she wanted to have an ideal relationship. She wanted to find somebody and grow and build a foundation and build trust, that she wanted to get married. She wanted to have kids and white picket fence, the grass, and the dog. Wow. She told Ayanla that.
1: Wow. And it's not too late. It's not, of course, it's, it's not like too late. Know, Right, exactly. And everybody wants that. But the reality of it is, honey, that finch's going to break. Them <laughs> dogs going to get out. Okay? Now, you can have them kids. They going to grow up. They going to resent you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She's serious, but it's the truth. <laughs> no, but I, I want her to see her find the happiness mm-hmm. that she definitely deserves. Because when I say a sweet baby girl. She does seem so she sweet. She really is. She really is. And, you know, his bad. It's That's his bag. Clearly. Yeah. We got two more. Oh God.
0: The esports space is vast. Well, the let what? You... Oh, look, let me give you the clue. Okay. Your best-looking co-star ever in life. Said Ooh, this.
1: Ever in life? I don't think I met him yet. Yeah, you met him.
0: Ooh. The esports space is vast. Oh, yeah. And even though I've been in it for a moment, I'm still discovering and learning so much more on a day-to-day basis. Ooh, pretty Ricky, what they called him. That's <laughs> pretty Ricky Fox. <laughs> Beautiful man or what? You know what? Our birthdays
1: are a day apart. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> That's not what I asked. Erica, Erica. That's why I got to call you Erica. He is not. And what I'm saying is, it's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. He's fine. He's beautiful. Okay. He's great. It's all one. It's here. like, but you're just too damn pretty. It's like, wow, you're going to give me all kind of low self-esteem. And I think that's what happened with Tasha. It's like, damn, you too pretty. Really? Can he just be over on this side? We really got to share the screen right now. But um, he is the nicest freaking guy that, what I loved about it, it, it's hard playing yourself, number Mm -hmm. one, and he played Rick Fox. But then on top of playing Rick Fox, they made fun of the Rick Fox brand, Mm -hmm. and he led it, and he rolled with it, and it was just, wow. I remember one time, Tasha was like, just get your big ass over here. Come on, let's sit out." You know what I mean? And it was just like, and he went with it, and he was just, um, he just wanted to play. He just showed up, and there wasn't that Laker... Captain and all of that. It was just this vessel of I'm here to have fun. Mm -hmm. Let's play. And he takes the acting game very serious. I think he's pretty good actually on the screen. He's very good. I think he's good. Because he's vulnerable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love it. He's so open and just available. And I
0: love you, Ricky. (laughs) Me too. Okay. (laughs) Let's quote, let's quote. I decided to hit the subway and sing my little heart out. You got to check out this video and see why this fun-filled morning left me asking, "Can I supposed get one
1: fan?" <laughs> you know who that is. You y'all. know who That's is. brand brand. How do you feel about that?
0: I, what was she just saying? So so basically, Brandy guys out there, Brandy a few months ago was singing her heart her heart out on the subway in New York. And, in New York, and mm-hmm. got ignored. Like no one recognized her, and she intended to go incognito, but hoping that someone would think she was. Wait, you gave me a look. You think you want? <laughs> Well, I mean, her
1: voice, she, you can't go in, you, and, can't, uh, needle, you can't, really, you with can't, a brandy voice. It, she has such a very unique and specific voice. Okay. We don't know that voice. Now, I know she was probably upset, you know, she didn't get no attention, okay? Yeah. But it's New York, honey, everybody got things to do. People <laughs> got, honey, ain't nobody got time for you, okay? Keep singing. okay, whatever, <laughs> baby. I'm trying to get over here, put these shoes on, get out these heels, and I got to go. So... um, but that's what I love about New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on that damn subway. Kevin Spacey. You know, I mean, the greatest of the greats are the greats are on that damn subway, they are. and everybody's trying to get to that next place. So, I love it. Uh, but th- what a wonderful exercise she did.
0: You get an A plus on that. Yes, finally. <clears throat> a plus for. Oh, girl, I was about to say who I got to sleep yeah. with to get an A round. Here, Jesus. What is this? Get an what is A round. Oh, thank A you, Black flood. Hollywood. All Live, day, all day. Okay, Wendy, we got to wrap it up. got to reel everything back in. Oh, okay. Is that I, our time? I know you, you want to stay all night long. Well, but you can come back. Okay, I'd love to. You come back. I'd love to. But before we go, Mm -hmm. let everyone out there know, TV One, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, Here We Go Again. Why is Here We Go Again a must-watch?
1: It's a must-watch because it develops a conversation piece that needs to be had, Mm -hmm. not only just between families, but between couples and between mothers and daughters and sons and all of that. So I think it's totally encompassing of... Not only who we are as a race, but it's a colorless show. We just happen to be black going through this. So here we go again. Here we go again. 8 o'clock on TV One. Come check out the Loretta Walker and the Walker family and all of that. But it's fun and it's entertaining and... uh, it's quality television. It is.
0: It really is quality television. It's awesome. Um, Weekend with the Family, April 1st. Producer slash cast. You are excited about this
1: movie because... I'm a stone cold fool. There you and go. It, You know? There you go. And it's over the top. Don't judge me. Uh... But I had fun. And sometimes, you know, we take life so seriously. This is one where it's just like, really? Did that just? Okay. Did that just happen? It's kind of like a ringmaster. You know, when I did the Jerry Springer movie, it was like, really? You were so stupid. But it's like sometimes I I love being silly. I love having fun. I think it's healthy. It's healthy to laugh. It is. It is. It's healing for the soul. It really is. Amazing Grace Conservatory. How can people support uh, well, financially, you know, we're a nonprofit organization, and actually, uh, you can sponsor a child to attend. Okay. You know, we keep our costs very, very low, so it's open to all walks of life. You know, like I said, we have the at-risk, but I like to call them the at-promise. At-promise. I like yes. that better. I like that. Thank you. And then mm-hmm. we have our emerging artists. You know, you can come to our shows, come and support. Our show is May 14th and 15th, right here in Los Angeles. But go to AmazingGraceConservatory.org, AmazingGraceConservatory.org, see what we're doing. Doing Um, see the alumni, see the lives that we've affected and Mm -hmm. touched. We've touched thousands of lives, and uh, I think you know, with support from people out there, I think we can touch thousands more.
0: And before you go, leave us with some Monday motivation. Oh, I thought you said
1: leave us with some money. I was like, what? (laughs) Listen, you like leave before you go. Leave us with some money. (laughs) I accept checks, cash, and coins. And and coins, yeah, PayPal
0: for the meter. Uh Yeah, for the meter. (laughs) Monday motivation. Give us a quote.
1: Anything inspirational you want to share? Well, this is, I have this painted on the wall at my studio at Amazing Grace. To thine own self be true. And I really mean that. If I'm doing me, I'm not telling you, Erica, you you need to be doing this and why you ain't doing this, why you ain't doing this. I got three fingers pointing back at me. If I do me and I'm doing me to the fullest extent that I could possibly do me, everything else is going to fall in order. To thine own self be true.
0: Love, love, love it. Thank you. An awesome conversation with... My new favorite person oh. in Hollywood, Wendy Raquel Robinson. Thank you. And likewise. I don't have I can't toast you. I can toast
1: my pen with it's your. It's okay, glass. girl, because I'm stealing this cup. There you go. Okay. Don't <laughs> no, I'm not stopping it. Look, it's going right <laughs> here. <laughs> Buy her <a> cup. <laughs> no I'm teasing. No, I have fun. Thank you.
0: Thank you for coming. Erica Renee Davis. You can follow me on Snapchat, Periscope, Twitter, and on Instagram at Erica Renee D. Wendy, where can they follow you?
1: At I am Wendy Raquel, W-E-N-D-Y, oh, W-E, yeah, I said it right, W-E-N-D-Y-R-A-Q-U-E-L. But I was just thinking and watching you as you were saying that, you a bad sister. No. You really are. I appreciate your intro, I appreciate your interview, and I appreciate your conversation. Aww. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Aww. BlackHollywoodLive.com, sister, sister moment. Yes. Until next time, guys, DHL Conversations. See ya. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.